welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back, y'all, to Adam's Rib Podcast, episode 139. Welcome New back. listeners, welcome, welcome back. yes. Welcome back. New listeners, how are you? Hey. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and potentially Spotify. <laughs> um... We also have a Facebook page. We also have a Twitter page. We have video blogs on YouTube. We have a website, amsorpodcast.com. We have email, amsorpodcast at gmail.com. Forgive us, because sometimes, well, sometimes we get emails often, and we just be behind, so we apologize. We're not ignoring you. We just need a village, so pray that our village comes through. Because <laughs> we are growing, and we can't handle it all. So, mm-hmm. this episode is called, God Can Use You. And we wanted to just to discuss this and talk about this because I think especially as women, we kind of tend to feel like, well, I don't have my degree or, you know, I'm not making six figures. You know, I don't I don't have this or that. So God can't use me. And that is simply not the case. We see all mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout scripture. God's using people like, dang, God used this like little shepherd boy. Mm-hmm. Like I imagined I've literally imagined David like looking like who, who's like someone like everyone knows. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of imagine David like just being like that nerd at school, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like the kind of like the character you probably not read these books. Like, <laughs> having kids and working in a school, uh, <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, girl, I see all oh, the books in the movies. Yeah, yeah. I read best, the books. In the he kind of reminds Max yeah. like a little bit, not and, like as, like the type of kid that Loki would like run up and whisper something to you and then like run away. Yeah, because he's just so scared. But smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good example. And so, I mean, even just women in the Bible, you know, God, God used the whole prostitute in like a 15, 16 year old virgin yes. <laughs> to bring him into this world. And so I just really felt like it was important to know that God uses very unexpected people to even I feel like even do certain things just in a season. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily like oh, I'm going to be president. All of us were not called to be president. Let's just be mm-hmm. honest. And you need to stop telling your kids that. But anyway, <laughs> Like, you know if your kid can be present. I'm just being honest. You're just supposed to tell them you can be anything you want. Yes. And then be done. Yes. Don't say nothing else. Don't, don't give examples. I don't have kids, but that's like my legit philosophy. Like, I got two I'm of them, and that's honest. what I tell them. Don't give examples, y'all. <laughs> don't. Because you're limiting them. Don't, don't be emailing them saying that we're mean. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I, that. I, as a mother, I'm telling you, don't, <laughs> and a teacher, don't give examples. <laughs> don't say, oh, my God, you can be a scientist, and you know they can't pass a science test. <laughs> don't lie to them. Don't you lie. Don't you lie. Like, my youngest, she talks a lot, and she's super animated. So I just say, oh, baby, you can be whatever you want to be. Yes. So the other day, she mm-hmm. was like an ice skating superstar. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let her make up her own choices. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. <laughs> But, you know, okay. So y'all know that movie, Evan Almighty. <laughs> Me and Jalen were just watching that yeah. the other day. Yeah. And y'all, if y'all been listening for a while, y'all know it's like Noah is like one of my favorite people on character. Not characters. I hate calling characters. He's one of my favorite legends <laughs> in the Bible. And so when I watch Evan Almighty and then I consider the story of Noah, it's just like Noah like really was like a really super like regular like farming type dude. Mm-hmm. But God tells us that 
he called Noah friend. So all Matthew tells us that there was something special about Noah. But I feel like God had to come to Noah like, bro, you are my friend. There's something special about you. Since there's something special about you, I'm about to task you with this gargantuan task that's going to take you 100 years to complete, essentially, whatever. However, however he was and took him to build his ark. <laughs> and so I just feel like that's how God can use you, you know, unexpectedly. Even when I think about, um, I think we've mentioned this before in another episode with the story of Joshua. It just amazes me how Rahab, who was like this hooker that lived mm-hmm. <laughs> on the wall and in the city and was like, you know, part of that city and knew that she could essentially basically die for like being like a spy and, you know, basically trying to take down like her own government, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's just very fascinating to me that like what Jessica say, would say a loose woman mm-hmm. <laughs> would you know, have these spies, you know, from Joshua come to her crib and like, yo, we need a place to stay. Yeah. You know, can you tell us some things about this city that we might may not know about? Because it's like, you know, she knew like, yeah, there's something fishy going on. Like, okay, I got y'all. But she was also a hustler too. She's like, I got y'all. But my family needs to be safe if y'all catch that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just amazing to me how she like is living in this city, like hustling her body. But she's like, oh yeah, you know, I knew about these like international affairs. Yeah, I knew something about that. Mm-hmm. And because she was loyal... <laughs> to Joshua and his people and essentially loyal to God's plan, she was spared when all this like went down and everything. So I don't know, I just find that so fascinating. Well, I mean, one thing I gotta say, because it's funny you using when you talk about Noah and how, you know, God called him friend. Well, let I let me use me and Lindsay as an example. Okay. Y'all already probably figured this out because I'm very open with my life. But I am exact. I'm not exactly the one that you would pick to be doing no ministry with. Okay, <laughs> my choice is you are her sending. Just what you saying? You robbing banks? What you nah, saying? what I'm saying is like, I mean, I look at Brandon. <laughs> I ain't robbed no bank. I promise. <laughs> but I mean, like, let's keep it 100. I had a baby when I was 18. I I have two kids. I ain't never been married. I have done the most. And then a little more. I've struggled with more than just alcohol. And my friend knows all of that. And she knew it before she ever made the call to ask me to be on this show with her, to do this podcast with her. And so the day she called me to do this podcast with her, it was the funniest thing ever. And she knows, like, I was really struggling in that season of my life because it's like all I ever was getting, all I was running into were all these people who would judge me based off of what they thought they knew. Mm-hmm. Based off of like they heard little tidbits about something that I once they did. They even judge you just based off of what they really did know. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Off Which of what they right knew either, for real saying. and what they and what they speculated. Mm-hmm. Like, but it just seems like no matter where I was going, somebody was judging something about me, and it was just always little rumors and whispers. And I couldn't walk into church without somebody looking and talking, and it was just awful. My phone would only ring with drama, and then Lindsay calls one day. With a whole nother tone, with a whole nother conversation. And it's crazy because I always see her and I always say, like, like I appreciate you being my friend and seeing something in me that all these other people weren't, aren't willing to see because there is something within me. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, God will use the most unexpected people because I promise you people still can't believe that I do this. Mm-hmm. I promise you they can't. My own mama still is like, girl. Look, this is awesome. Because she just, the, the, everybody, everybody was pretty worried about me. Let me just put it like that. Everybody was worried. But, you know, it's it's such a, it, it says something about God. And it says something about, like, what he really, he really takes his time when he was, when he decided to create us. He took his time to, 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 to put us here. 
We don't. We did not have to be here. We don't have to be on earth. You don't have to be listening to me, and I don't have to be talking to you. Like, but the fact that God wanted us here, mm-hmm. no matter, and and the fact that He knew ahead of time that we was gonna be messy as heck. He knew I was gonna be a wreck. He knew Lindsay was gonna struggle with whatever she was gonna struggle with. Mm-hmm. He knew you was gonna struggle with whatever you struggling with, cause you probably still struggling right now, and mm-hmm. I'm still struggling with things right now. Nobody's ever gonna get to a perfect place, right? Yeah. But it does not mean, and I am telling you from, I'm telling you from experience. I'm saying this from purpose. There is nothing that you can do. There is nothing that you gonna say. It's nothing that's ever gonna happen in your life that will make you that will devalue you in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and I have done it all, <laughs> and nothing, nothing has made me less than to God. Yeah. And because of that, I'm doing things that I never imagined doing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in positions that people who hated on me. They not even in. Right. But it's just because there's a value in me that God sees and it doesn't matter what I did. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. So I'm encouraging you to know that it just don't matter. Mm -hmm. Don't think that don't count yourself out just because you've done you've done some dirt. We all have. Some people's dirt is just out there and other people's isn't. That's all. And don't feel like that whatever you feel like God has called you to do seems minor and minimal. minimal. Right. (laughs) Maybe in comparison to what he's called someone else to do. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like within the kingdom, my friend always says, we don't compete, we complete. Mm. And so I feel like in the kingdom, God's not not comparing, you know, Jess and Lindsay saying, well, Jess is doing way more bigger things. You know, Jess don't raise a million dollars, you know, for for the missionary. Lindsay, you've only raised $10. Like, hey, if that's the best you could do, you know, God's, God's, God's not... You know, that's not a measurement that God has on you. And so sometimes, again, just kind of going back to Scripture, it's almost just like, yeah, you know, we look at no, we look at Joshua. These are our, are all huge, you know, large things. But that's why I want to bring Rahab into that because I feel like she's forgotten about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and not only... I'm not saying she got it because she's a woman, but I feel like she just kind of tends to be overlooked when really none of that could happen without her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you really have, kind of have to understand that sometimes it really takes you to, to do that minor thing to let the really big, larger plan take place and occur around you. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes you may not even receive a thank you, but you shouldn't need one if God has placed it in your heart to say, I have you in place for this certain reason, for this certain person, for this certain season. Mm-hmm. You just kind of got to take it and run with it. Because it, it may come unexpected. You know, God may call you, you know what? You're not supposed to be in school right now. I got, I'm got. i calling you to do something else. Whoa, whoa. I thought I was in school to, like, you know, save lives and heal diseases. Maybe. But right. maybe God's going to give you, like, a supernatural gift to do that. Mm-hmm. So you ain't got to spend all this money. I'm just giving examples, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like led to just, you know, tell some women out there that is just maybe just really feeling down or depressed about your purpose, you have said purpose, but you just really got to tap into God's word. Mm-hmm. You really got to tap into God's gifts for your life and say, okay, God, what is it that you have me to do? And it might not be what you think it should be. It may not look like, you know, the neighbor down the street, but mm-hmm. it's God's purpose specifically and designed for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's, that's such a good point. You know, not only will God use unexpected people, but he will do unexpected things with people that you already assume would be blessed to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Lindsay, that's a really, really good point. Like your people might've expected you to be a doctor. Your people might expect you to be an attorney, but God has planned 
where you're opening up a shelter for, you know, women of domestic violence who battle with domestic violence or being a public speaker to help encourage and motivate people. You know what I'm saying? Like your call, don't ever, don't ever be in a position where you're so set on what God or what you want to do or what your family is saying that they expect for you to do. Don't be so stuck on that, that you, that you're, you're turning a blind eye to what God really wants to do to bless you. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things where God can just do things, throw curve, curve balls. You know what I'm saying? Like he plucked the prostitute to do something dope one day, mm-hmm. but he might take the doctor and take them out of that field and then put them in the pulpit full time. Like you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. But be willing to and ready to take whatever sacrifices that come with that, with these purposes and, and these plans that God's, that God has on our lives. Like, you know, everything comes with a sacrifice. You don't have to be willing and ready to do that. But at the same time, like, there's a huge blessing when you are following divine purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, when you are walking in what you know God has created for you for, the blessings are endless. They are unimaginable and even like what Lindsay said even if it's something so small even if it's a minor role to somebody else it's a major role to God because he called you to do it yeah and if you're being obedient test you with those minor exactly to maybe potentially get to the bigger it's a test it could all be a test and he wants to see can you follow my lead can you be obedient Mm -hmm. because again and I'm a firm believer on this some of the greatest things take more time oh yeah and so sometimes it might start off with these little minor baby steps because for me and with my career, it it started with small things mm-hmm. like minor mm-hmm. things. And I was looking like a fool at one point, but it paid off right? because now I'm in a place that I never could have imagined being. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, it's, it's really ultimately it boils down to obedience. Are you going to follow instructions? Are you yeah. going to follow the flow? Are you going to, you know, be okay with it? Cause guys going to throw some curveballs. Curveballs are coming. Like, when you said things take time, and I even think about sometimes, again, this is about, you know, God can use you. When we say things take time, I think back, right, like to the story of Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. God essentially, like, used his brothers, mm-hmm. you know, obviously to throw Joe into slavery. They was actually going to kill him, but who, who was that brother to say? Simon, I forget his name. <laughs> the brother's like, no, nah, don't kill him. You know, we just going to switch this up. Even like you use like that little brother as well. And then even when Joseph ended up being in prison, um, you know, God used that cupbearer and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the guard, like, dang, Joseph, I'm, I'm having these dreams. W- what do they mean? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And so it was because of that. And then those prisoners got released. And now the king is like, oh, I'm having these dreams about these fat cows and skinny cows or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever dream was. <laughs> and, and the cupbearer is like, oh, you know, when I was in prison, who knows how much time had passed at this point? Exactly. If we think about it, too. Mm-hmm. It was, it could be a year, 20 years. I have no idea. If someone knows, let me know. Cause I'm still actually trying to figure that out. Cause I'm really curious to know how much time has passed. Cause when Jessica said you know as far as time things take time it took joseph years to eventually basically like be the assistant to the king and then like be vice president you know if we're looking at today's time Mm -hmm. and then the two essentially like handle like all of the king's like finances and Mm -hmm. everything over this country all because first he like used the brother brothers and then he used the prisoners and then he's using the king and all that led up to the point of God's ultimate purpose for Joseph was to basically lead and be in control. And then, you know, you got your descendants of Joseph and mm-hmm. everything like that. But look at where it started, y'all. He started off in a pit mm-hmm. that his in, that his brothers threw him in. <laughs> and then he ran a country. Mm-hmm. It took some time 
but he ended up being his enemies ended up being the step stool. He stepped off the back of the people that were trying to ruin him. They were trying to kill him. Yeah. And now he was ruling over them. Right. <laughs> he he got put in a position to be in control of them and they were trying to kill him first. At first, and that's why I tell like that's why I want to encourage you like don't be surprised mm-hmm. if God is doing something within you. Don't be shocked that he wants you. Yeah. Don't be all thrown comes off. Full yeah. Too, I think I had even mentioned this before with the story of Joseph of how you know, the king was expecting a famine. We just told him he was expecting a famine. But Joseph had been through hell and back, and Loki basically went through, like, a personal famine. And Joseph mm-hmm. said, well, I know how to handle this. It's fine. I've been through all this. Mm-hmm. So you never know what God is taking you through so you can use it again mm-hmm. for someone else. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think I said it in a previous episode. Like, God, when he's in control and when he's doing things his way, you'd be surprised. He's covering, like, a few mm-hmm. areas in your life. He ain't just, it's not like a one-and-done kind of situation. Like, the things that he does and the way he equips us and strengthens us and, and gives us the tools that we need to make it through one situation, you'd be surprised how you can tap into those same tools and use them in other situations too. That's why, again, you can never be surprised with what God is trying to do with you and how he wants to use you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be thrown off so much because it's something so unusual and it's something that you so different and it's from what you planned for yourself. Like, don't get, don't get caught off guard with mm-hmm. it. You know, at the end of the day, I think one thing that we all should do is just prepare for whatever God's getting ready to do. Yes. Like with no specifics. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? With no specifics, with no details, which is something hard for a lot of us. It's hard for me. I'm somebody that likes to prepare for specific things. Yeah. But I think that when it comes down to how we operate with God, because here's what we got to always remember. We're not dealing with a normal person. Mm-hmm. This is not like earthly human man that we're dealing with. And, and he has powers that we don't have. And so we got to stop operating with God as if he is just another one of the homies right here on earth with us. <laughs> I could talk to him like the homie mm-hmm. when I'm praying. Huh? It's almost like I'm on the phone with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. No lie. But at the same time, I also understand that who I'm talking to can do things that Lindsay can't do. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with Lindsay right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so don't ever get to the point where you think your mess is so messy that it can't be turned into a masterpiece. Lies. Yeah. All lies because the the enemy wants you to believe that. And so, I mean, are you going to fall victim to to the enemy? Right. We losing now? (laughs) I don't think that he, what we do. I don't think he created us. The, I got it. Like, the God I serve, he didn't create me to do too much losing. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lose to Satan just because he wants me to believe that I'm only the abortion and I'm only the baby mama and I'm mm-hmm. only this. I am not. Mm-hmm. I am not the things that I've done. You are not the things that you are done. You are everything that God wants you to be and do not ever think he can't use it. Mm-hmm. Even your mess. Mess can be used. I want to refer our listeners back to Sister Kim's episode. Oh, yeah. It's called No Longer Bound, but I don't remember what episode number it was, but it's called No Longer Bound. Yes. Refer back to Please. that. Um, that she will bless you. went to prison, had no signs of really being released from prison, at least not until she was like, what? I think she had, had a How long was she in there? Oh, yeah. I forget. She was in there for a while. <laughs> a long or time. Or supposed to be. Yeah. And I, she she can tell her story best. So just go mm-hmm. back and listen to that episode. But needs to say she wow. was granted um, clemency by uh, the governor. Not the governor. Because the governor. What was Mike Pence? Was he the governor? He was the governor. I think. No. Yeah. It was. I don't know, girl. It wasn't Mike I Pence. I don't no, keep up with them people. It was not that. Oh, what is his name? Listen, somebody in upper government let oh, that woman out of Mitch prison. Daniels. Mitch Daniels. Okay, we found it. Was he the governor at the top? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> 
my point is like someone someone up above them them high people right granted her clemency and she got and now and i've never been in prison but y'all know like you can't get loans you can't get housing you can't get jobs like great she was granted clemency but i feel like that was still probably being carried with her right Mm -hmm. That was only so, a piece of it. Right. So God saved her in prison, used her in prison for, you know, for, for people that did some heinous crimes mm-hmm. and things like that. She, I think she now has her MBA. I don't know. She's doing really great things. But go back to that. If you feel like I can't use you, listen to that episode. Yeah, like, For real. Straight up. Like, and that's that's really ultimately, like, the biggest thing, guys. Don't ever... Don't ever believe that what you've done can block you and stop you from being used within this kingdom. God wants you, all of us. Mm-hmm. He wants every last one of us. The murderers, mm-hmm. the the adulterers, the promiscuous ones, the uncertain ones, the insecure ones, the baby mamas. He, he, he'll take all of you. Mm-hmm. He can use you. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, like. And quite honestly, I am more impressed by a person with a story anyway and who is unashamed of what they've been through because I am a true testament to what God can do. I am a living, I'm proof. Lindsay's proof. We're proof. And so I don't, I don't want anybody to walk around ashamed of what they've been through and what they've done. Why? <laughs> For what? Because we're worried about somebody judging us. You know what? The very same people that would judge you are the very same people who've done some of the same dirt, yeah. if not worse. And they're judging you because they can't get past their own damage. Mm-hmm. But don't let their damage become your damage, too. Mm-hmm. God wants to heal you and use you. So be available. Be open. Like, he literally is calling you right now. Answer. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but that is all the time we have. I hope this minister to some people. Yeah. Um, bye. See you next week. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>